0: If you wanna tame one of the biggest and strongest animals on earth, elephants, all you have to do is catch it before it realizes its power. It's true. To train a baby elephant, circus performers catch it while it's a baby, put a rope around its neck and stake it to the ground. Now, in the beginning, baby elephants fight with all its strength. It struggles to pull away and eventually it gives up. Before long, A full-grown elephant feels like a little tiny rope can hold them back, even though there's no way in the world that it can. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly what has happened to millions of voters in America. Hey, my name is AJ. Welcome to Kaizen. Something strange and freaky is happening in the world. Things that are unnoticed shape our behaviors and beliefs. There are stories around us and inside us that influence the way we live. I believe our cultural success is hinged on our curiosity. This podcast will question neuroscience, human cognition, fallacies, consciousness, neurolinguistic programming, and much, much more. My mission is to ask more questions, different questions, and not rely on information from the same old talking hands. Join me on this mission of growth with a sly marketing tool. Welcome to Kaizen, the sweet science of success. Five, four, three, two, one. Elephants they're considered one of the strongest animals on the entire planet. It's said to have over a hundred thousand muscles in its trunk alone, and it's been documented carrying 130 adult human beings. But as a baby elephant, stake it into the ground until it quits trying and you can control it for its entire life. What's even funnier or stranger, depending on how you look at it, is that not only does it attribute its lack of ability to pull away to the rope, it also ties that memory or that thought of helplessness to the person that put the rope around his neck. So here's what I'm getting at. Any human being with the proper training and the understanding of the mindset that the elephant has will be able to control a powerful elephant for its entire life. (laughs) This is exactly how millions of voters feel in the good old United States of America, just like the elephant. You see, year after year, people are told, go to the polls. Your vote is your voice. People have died to give you the right to vote. And yet, after participating in record numbers, some ballots weren't even counted. Voting machines weren't working and just seems like a whole host of obstacles were seemingly intentionally put in place to number one, thwart the efforts of the voters. And at the end of the process, millions of people understandably feel helpless. They feel like the system is broken or somehow it is turned against them. Take a listen. I really don't think my voice counts. I really think it's up to other people. I've always wanted to vote. People who vote tend to think of people who don't vote like this. There it is, too lazy, too stupid, too ignorant. But my experience is that not voting is more likely to be a deliberate decision, a boycott of a process that has failed them. I don't think we have a democracy. I don't think it's enforced. And a public officials that they don't trust or respect. There's so much corruption. This condition is called learned helplessness. Now, what is learned helplessness? It's a condition that people suffer from when they feel Helpless or powerlessness, typically when they try something over and over and over. And it seems like there are forces that are working against them and it's something that they can't control. So no matter how hard they try, they can't get out of their current situation. Let me take a moment before I talk about how to overcome learned helplessness and introduce you to a different term that I hadn't talked about today. This term is called your explanatory style. What that simply means is. When things happen to you, whether it's something you cause or whether it's something that was externally caused, how do you explain it to yourself and how do you explain it to others? This has a huge impact on the way that you view the world and it also has a huge impact on being in a situation where you feel like you're helpless. And now that you understand what explanatory styles are, um, how can you use explanatory styles to help unlearn, learn helplessness. There are three different ways that people who are suffering with learn helplessness, how they explain things. Let me tell you what those are. So number one, they explain things as internally related. Something is wrong with me or I'm never good at X. Um, they also see things as stable and long lasting. I know this is going to happen again, or I'm doomed to repeat this again. Uh, lastly, they look at things as global and sort of all encompassing, if you will. I always mess up when I do X, Y, Z, or when I screw this up, everybody's going to see it and it's going to be the death of me. (laughs) I had to add that little dramatic flair. Anyway, how can you reverse that and sort of unlearn, if you will? So you can start to look at things as if something negative happens, look at it as something that's externally related. So for example, I didn't get enough sleep, so I wasn't thinking as clearly as I normally would. Or... My business partners just missed a key point. You can also think of things as temporary and short lived. This is probably a one off occurrence, or it happened once, but who knows what's going to happen in the future because tomorrow is always a new day. (laughs) You can also look at it as situation specific. My weakness is in this one little area, not me as a whole, or this setback is related specifically to X, Y, and Z. So, or the way to overcome, learn helplessness is to pay attention to the way that you explain things and try to flip those explanations so that they're more optimistic. So now let's circle all the way back around to voting, and we're gonna address the learned helplessness in voters by tackling the top two reasons that people gave for not voting. Uh, The first reason is they feel like the system is against them, and that's the learned helplessness behavior. How can you address that? Well. The first thing you want to do is figure out which candidate supports your position the most and just go within yourself and pledge full support to that person. OK, the second biggest reason that people say they don't vote, and this is a big one and it's actually kind of hard to address, is they feel like it doesn't matter whether they vote or not. To this, I say you have to look back and historically in the past, you have to realize that the biggest successes that we've had in, in the history of civilization It wasn't an overnight thing. Nothing happened that was significant overnight. And what you have to do is make a decision that you're going to buckle down and you're going to quote fight the good fight Um, because people are really, really good at rallying around a cause that they have to fight against. Okay. All right. Now, thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the kaizen podcast do me a favor if you would tag a friend if you have any more questions that i can answer for you be sure and just hit me up on instagram i am at aj joiner or you can follow at the kaizen podcast and i will talk to you guys on the next episode thanks